space. The final refuge. The last resort. The ultimate hope. Hope. Hope is a privilege, and that's one not granted to people like us. It's in its place of this hope that I have... Oh, wait. Someone approaches. Oh, Commander Koch. Please. To what do I owe this honor? I hope everything's okay. Pardon the interruption, Captain. Dr. Orion has put the last patient to sleep and is now off-duty while the motherboard monitors the injured. Report has been filed and ready to send once comms are re-established. Excellent job, Major. Your next duty is to take the rest of the night off, okay? (laughs) Thank you, sir, but you first. (laughs) At ease, Major. Have a good night. Now, where was I? Um, oh, Don. I'll start over. Computer, restart log. Stardate, 4560.023. This is the log of Sion Platinum, the unlicensed captain of an unregistered vessel on an unsanctioned journey throughout space to rescue marginalized groups from extinction, discrimination, and subjugation in pursuit of a world without danger. This is the SS Remedy. It's been a harrowing year aboard the Remedy since we, the crew, stole this vessel and subsequently our lives back from the tyrannical reign of a dictator hell-bent on killing us through hard labor and sacrificing our bodies for the luxuries of the rich. Luxuries. I was in the galley, wishing aloud that the food generator would make decent coffee. Not good. Not bad. Just decent. It's one of the few luxuries we deserved, I said. And to that, Dr. Petrie said in their iconically stoic way, Captain, luxury was always an illusion built on the backs of enslaved people. And he was right. I wasn't in the mood to hear that then. None of us were, but he was right. The past three months have been particularly daunting, and that's without the coffee troubles. Ever since the discovery and assault of a new species of animal that lives in the vacuum of space, we have been on edge and fighting for our lives. A jellyfish squid-like creature, skin so white it's translucent, acts somewhere between a remora and a barnacle, as in the species on ancient earth, as it latches onto larger vessels to feast on their energy supply. Dr. Koch coined them the Vitkin, the name caught on. They've been sapping our energy reserves for months as we've tried desperately to destroy them without destroying our ship in the process. As of this recording, I can say with certainty that they are all gone. 
We'd be celebrating if we all weren't so goddamn tired. <sighs> I can't admit this in front of the rest of the crew, but I am so beyond the point of exhaustion, and I think triggering that exhaustion over and over again is the spark of that word, hope. Hope on this ship is a four-letter word. It's just used to tease and tantalize people who are oppressed and under a thumb for all of their lives. Oh, there's always some hope of things getting better, isn't there? Shouldn't we keep hope throughout the dark times? Oh, don't lose hope. Hope will help us make it through. But what if it doesn't? What if it just makes everything worse? What if it's not even worth it? I remember the last few conversations, arguments rather, with my partner on the colony, Jupiter. This was before the Great Schism happened. And they always wanted to tell me about hope. Oh, have hope platinum this, and have hope platinum that. How do we have hope, is what I retorted. It's venomous. How do you have hope? Hope is for the rich. Hope is for people who already understand that they can one day get what they want. We cannot. Look at us. We're limited. We're limited in the available resources we have in this life. One of them is not hope, but it's practicality. It's survival instincts. That's what we have to lean on. Nothing else. Everything else is exactly as it is, and nothing else. There is no time to romanticize. There is no space in this world for it. I remember dismissing them, and I regret that. Deep into the regime, when the virus started attacking the poor, the disenfranchised, the essential working class, I had all but given up hope in its entirety, for a good reason, but no, not Jupiter. They said, take heart, and I told them I'd rather take action. And it would be a few years later that I did. As a leader of the resistance group that I had founded, as we found our way to this unmarked vessel that would turn out to be the remedy. On so many levels. What was driving us was not hope throughout that time. Hope just tells you to wait. Hope says things like, surely this dictator won't even get into power. And then he does. And then Hope says that it won't be that bad now that he is, but it is. And then Hope says, you can surely make it through, but we can't. So long as you had Hope, you could get through all of these things. Oh, Hope just makes you think that the pain is going to stop. And then it doesn't. And then you just keep hoping over and over and over again, creating this vicious cycle. Instead of just accepting that you are in pain, accepting that there is nothing that can be done except to accept reality. Hope is in direct conflict with reality. And that may sound jaded, but what else is there to go by? I've got no data to convince me otherwise. Now here I am, thinking of that moment all over again. And it happens at least once a week, in full detail. That's why I can't sleep now. It's what woke me up, thinking about that day we took the ship. Me pleading with Jupiter to come. Come on aboard. Please stay with me. Don't stay here. It'll never get better. Never. And they just looked at me and they said, I have hope. 
in what? You should have reality, is what I told them. Have common sense. And they refused. They said, I believe in justice. And they truly did believe that. Justice with a capital J that permeates our world as children. This concept that we think is real. Jupiter actually believed in that. They told me, I have hope in justice. And I said, there is no justice. There is just us. Then they walked away. And the ship took off. And that's the last I saw of them. I have no hope of seeing them again. I have to deal with that as a reality. 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 Yeah. What was it? The ship's doctor has been counseling us over the past few months. Bless her soul, Dr. Smith. What did she say about hope and reality? Reality. What? Disassociation? Something about disassociation. Disassociation. Reality. Disassociation is what? What did she say? The definition. Reality. Hmm. When you constantly fight your reality, that is disassociation. Reality. And I'd be lying if I said that didn't strike to the core. Reality. But why? I don't think I'm disassociating. Reality. I don't think anything's wrong. I haven't. I don't... But something's hazy. Why would I want to dissociate? Why would I... What comes to mind is if something was so traumatic, so cataclysmic, that you would just have to jettison your conscious from your body. I I honestly can't think of something that would do... Or can I? I I'm trying, but I'm... Oh, it's something. Reality. Members of the jury, I understand you have a verdict. Members of the jury, I will now read the verdicts as they will appear in the permanent records of the 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota, County of Hennepin, District Court, 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota Plaintiff versus Derek Michael Chauvin, Defendant. Verdict, Count 1. Court File Number 27, CR 20-12646. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to Count 1, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. This oh verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.44 p.m. Signed, juror four-person, juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count two. We, the jury, in the above-entitled matter as to count two, third-degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. Oh this God. verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Signed by jury four-person, juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, 
find the defendant guilty. This yeah. verdict agreed to this 20th day of April 2021 mm. at 1.45 p.m. Jury 4 person 019. Members of the jury, I'm now going to ask you individually if these are your true and correct verdicts. Please respond yes or no. Juror number two, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number nine, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 19, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 27, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 44, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 52, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. When it takes an entire planet to revolt, to just get one out of four guilty men charged, tried, and sentenced, I don't know. You don't know whether to have hope or have reality. Because one would tell you to be grateful that this ever happened. But it's the fact that, again, across the globe, people protested and marched and fought and were attacked and arrested and assaulted for this simple act of wanting to matter. And the fruit of all of that labor, all of that spiritual release into the atmosphere was exactly one out of four guilty men getting what we call justice. That's a lie. Justice is a lie. And that's why there's just us. And you can't tell me otherwise. Because what is there left to do when you see news like that? When you try to process it? What can you do but recede into your mind like a turtle into its shell and plot? You dream in the back of your mind to steal a spaceship one day. Fill it with all of the people who look like you, who are oppressed like you. And then you leave. If not in peace, then in one piece. And you never look back. You fly off into space. Not the final frontier, but the final refuge the last resort, the shadow of hope haunting you as you look forward to a world without danger. Mm. That's our alarm signaling a hyperspace jump. I'll end my log here for today and join the major on the deck. (sighs) This is Captain Sion Platinum out. Execute jump.
hyperspace engaged. This episode was brought to you by Sai Sion H. That's me. I'm your host. Special thanks to Storyblocks.com for their amazing music artists who created all the SFX and the outro theme that you're hearing right now. But a super special thank you to my petit frère, Arthur Conseiller, for his intro theme to this Star Trek episode. Last, shout out to Dr. Kelly Koch for being my voiceover. Love you so much. Everybody, I love you. See you next time.